All right, we're live. Cool. We did it. Yay, we're here. How's it going, boys? Good. How about you guys? Okay. Not bad. Yeah. How's life in the in the lockdown states? I wouldn't know because we live in Canada. True. Yep. Here, Calgary's getting bad, though. Yeah, kind of. We got like, was it 150 cases in the province or something like that? That we know of right now, at least. Yeah, uh, probably way we're more. Not on, yeah, we're not on official lockdown, but like any public gathering locations are already shut down. Yeah. It'll well, get more and safe. more, I think, as we go. But have people been breaking lockdown here? Like, have people been actually going out? Here, in Calgary, I, know Van- I don't know, but I know Vancouver was bad for it. People were like going to the beach and like just going about their normal day lives and like yeah. So down <laughs> last, in- last week when we were doing uh, runs to go to like grocery shopping, we saw people at the park, like tons of people next to each other at the park, like running through uh, just on like the the paths and everything. So they were super close together. Weird, man. I've definitely seen saying, a lot John? of people at the park closer together than I would be okay with, and I've been going to the park to like work out in the field and you know go on runs and stuff uh, i'm not going near sure. anyone but i've seen people hanging out near each other and it's like what are you doing i did also hear in la they had to close down um par- parks and beaches because people wouldn't stop hanging out with each other yeah i don't so what are you what, doing <laughs> yeah i understand going out to the park because like that's whatever but like, why do you have to congregate <laughs> everywhere it's because, you go? It's because people people still think this is a hoax. Like that's the crazy <sighs> thing about it. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, I think it's because they don't think they're going to get it because they they don't feel sick. Right. <sighs> yeah, I have no also, words. Also, that no good words anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think we got plenty that. of bad words. Yeah. But I don't know, like I was saying, life for me hasn't really changed, frankly, right now. <laughs> so, like, it doesn't feel that different to me at all. Uh, and I'm sure the same was with John, I would assume. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's not hard to remember this shit's going on because Twitter, Facebook, literally everything is reminding me that we're about to die at any point. Uh, consistently, so I know what's going on, but like it doesn't feel like anything has changed for my lifestyle right now at all. Yeah, and here, like, uh, we've just been keeping busy. We've been distracted with one of the games we'll be talking about during uh, the intro here, but sure. uh, <laughs> we've we've just been kind of doing the best we can like it sucks not being able to go out anywhere <clears throat> i mean we can but we're just choosing not to sure but like uh yeah no it's pretty much just chilling inside and just playing games and watching tv and relaxing i do kind of miss or, the, or, you know, working I, I yeah i do kind of miss the ability to just like go out for like supper or like to a movie or at least the yeah. option to not that like yeah. i really have a movie i want to see right now it's just that knowing i can't is like kind of shitty i mean you can still like uh order in like get food delivered yeah um, it's not the same though I, as like going out 
Uh, it's a bit of a crapshoot too, because you don't know if the person working at this, the restaurant's sick. So that's like, like right, I, that's I, the like, thing is, uh, yeah. But but if you don't, it's like, is that restaurant gonna like cease to exist because they get have no money coming in? So it's like, it's a how do you? I don't I don't know how you do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you just roll the dice and see. All things considered, Calgary's like not bad though at all. It's barely like a blip right now. I thought Can, I heard you guys were like second or third worst in your country. There's no way. Ottawa's no, Toronto, terrible. Toronto terrible. and BC are <clears throat> fucked right now. Right. I know those. Yeah. I know those ones. Um, my, maybe this was just my dad talking. Maybe he got the info wrong, but he was saying that you guys were like a third worst. Uh, well, I'll find out for you in a second here. There is a site that lists all the locations. Alberta, number of confirmed cases, 486. That puts us as fourth. Yeah, that's, uh, that's up there. Quebec has the most. Yeah. At 1,629. One <laughs> Ontario, 858. BC, 725. And us at 486. I think it's also important to remember that's Alberta. Calgary itself is over a million people. So, like, yeah, all things considered, like, basically what I'm saying is that New York, L.A., San Fran, these places are fucked, like, right now. New York especially. <laughs> Holy smokes. Oh, my yeah. God. Have you seen? Like, the, yeah. I think I was reading the numbers today, like, 38,000 cases in New York, and the next closest is New Jersey at 4,000. Makes like sense. Almost so like t- other, 10 times sense. more. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we're barely a blip, all things considered, but it's important. To, we're trying to keep it that way, basically. <laughs> Let's try to keep it under 1,000 in Alberta. That would be good. I'm okay, sure Calgary there's has, more. Calgary has 300 confirmed cases right now. 300? Okay. Yeah. Again, all things so, yeah, considered, mo- Most really of the cases in Alberta are here in Calgary. Yeah, that's still not too, too bad, but I'm sure that doesn't account for a lot that aren't known yet. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah we've done 36,000 tests. Or sorry, we've done about 40,000 tests and 36,000 have come back negative. So at least we're testing for it. Yeah, for sure. I do miss going to the movies, Paul, like you mentioned. Um I was trying to I was trying to make a fun thought experiment. What's the next movie you think you're going to see in a theater? See, I don't know because I wasn't even watching that much movies anyways that wasn't uh-huh. Marvel. So Sure. I don't even remember what the next Marvel movie is supposed to be. I mean, it was going to be it, I mean, it should be Black Widow regardless of all the pushbacks. It'll be Black Widow. Oh, that yeah, was supposed to that. come out in May. Uh, yeah. Now it's just like to be determined. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Probably that. Yeah, I'm not one to just go to the theater often either, really. So that makes that question harder just in general. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, yeah. Let's talk about some happier stuff because a lot of games are coming out. Um, yes. I don't know about you guys. I am like buried in games. I thought we were in a video game drought. Um, and then the flood hit this week for me, at least. I'm keeping up. My head's above water right now, and I'm excited. My head is definitely not above water. There's, yeah, I'm with Sean on this one. It's because there's one game in particular you both have played. That that river is not 
doesn't have my name on it. Winded us, just hit us like right, right in the stomach. Yeah, Um, that that ocean did not hit me because I don't care about it. So Uh, even without that one, though, I still have a lot. And like I played a bunch this week and there's still like at least three other games that I'm like, man, I wish I had played these. And they're like installed, ready to go. And it's like, when am I going to have a chance? But really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we'll get into that in a bit. But first off, this is the top down perspective for March 26th. I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. Um, we were just kind of talking about it. So, uh, uh, John, why don't you tell me about Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing is a video game. Or more like it's a time commitment, really. Because it's a lifestyle damn, choice. It is, it, is a, it is a lifestyle. That it's is a definitely companion correct. game. It's just always there. It will, it will never leave you, and you can never leave it. It is the Hotel California video games. Sure. Heard it here first. Uh, it's fun. Uh, if you like these chill kind of games, it's a bit frustrating at times because the beginning of the game is very, I don't want to say gated. Uh, everything is very time locked. So they only want you to do so much per day, essentially. Right. Yep. Yep. So unless you're a dirty cheater and you're time skipping. I'm not going to blame anyone who time travels. Like, I'm not going to get mad at anyone for doing that because I can, after having played this for about a week, I can see why they do it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say that they might be frustrating. Wow, wow, a purist, an Animal yep, Crossing purist I, here. I, I'm just going to be that guy. So is that just like changing the clock on your Switch? Yeah, ba- yeah, okay. making sure it's yeah. like offline. Okay. Basically yeah, yeah. the first month of the game, I don't know if it's for sure a month or what, but like there's only so many things you can do after time passes, uh, so you have to keep letting real day time happen or just jump ahead to the next day on your system and then you can uh, unlock more features and stuff. Sure. Okay. This has kind of always been the case with Animal Crossing, though, um, which I guess that's why it's kind of getting like a pass, because I, I remember when Mario Maker 1 came out and it I had similar like Leaf being this bad. Okay, well, I mean, at some point, all these Animal Crossing games just blend together for me. <laughs> also when, that, yeah, when you've played every single one of them. Um, uh, and I'm just going to assume the formula was kind of the same for the, the most part. Uh, and I lost my train of thought. Oh, so and and it made me think. Like, I'm one, I'm surprised not many people are up in arms about it. Like, I'm not seeing angry people on the internet because uh, I remember when Mario Maker One came out, that was very time locked in your progression, and people yeah, because people because people found an actual way to get around that. That was why. Well, I, well, well, my point was people were angry. I guess before they they found the way to get around it, but it wasn't the way to get around it. Just like. Place a whole bunch of items yeah. as it much was as you can. It was literally time based and also putting pieces on a board based. So yeah, it was it was like one or the other, and if you did one, it sped up the other basically. Right. Uh, but like my initial point was, I I guess because people are just used to it with Animal Crossing, they're okay. They've accepted the the time locks in this one. Yeah, I've seen people either being super okay with it, or they've just been like, no. Okay, I, I feel like I've seen far little on the no side, but but you didn't skip either, so you seem to be okay with it. I mean, because I have to balance it with streaming, so like I'm still working full time. Right, all right, so you just you don't need to spend all the time on Animal Crossing. What you're saying, you're good with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, and I'm the same too. Is like I I can only play so much of it. I don't need to keep jumping around. 
I mean, it sucks when I'm just like, I need a lot of bells, but I got to work for like the next like six hours, I guess. Oh, well. And then now, if I remember correctly, get... weren't you coming at this as like not an Animal Crossing fan? Yeah. But you seem positive on it, though. I the main reason I'm positive on it right now is because I'm playing it with my wife. Like Reese okay. and I are, are each we each have our own copy of the game, our own system. So we're playing it separately. And it, it's definitely been nice to just chill on the couch and just play the game together and unlock stuff. I would almost argue every single game is better uh, if you're playing it with someone else. I mean, True. yes, yeah. but like so. this one, this one just kind of worked basically. Oh, for sure. Yep. I'm and doing. I think, I think. I think the other thing is this time I'm part of the zeitgeist. While with like New Leaf, I didn't get into it like till like four years later or something like that. Yeah, I could see that. So, so yeah, like I my was Twitter invested is like seventy percent Animal Crossing, thirty percent coronavirus. Yeah. My Twitter's fucked. It's 90% Animal Crossing at this point. It's, I've stopped <laughs> looking at it. Well, I would prefer it to go that way than if the other <laughs> the ratio switches the other way, yep. for sure. No, you're totally right. Um, but uh, in terms of multiplayer, I'm, kinda, I'm coming at it from the other angle. Um, my girlfriend's playing it a ton. I've never seen her like get this invested into a game. Um, yeah. Same with Aaron. She's been playing it nonstop. However, she, we only have one switch, so yep, she's the, the player two, and I feel so bad for her, um, <laughs> which and like I, I didn't at the initial on the initial first couple days, the, she could only do like she could only miss out on about 10 percent of the stuff I was doing. But as they introduce more and more things, she keeps getting locked out of them. And it, the, the thing keeps saying, like, oh, you should go talk to Sean about that, as opposed to just letting her engage with the activity um huh some examples like well what's the situation with you paul are you the primary player or is it just you're not I playing haven't touched it i don't fucking care okay, about so it you're, so, so aaron's not uh, experiencing this so At i'm all. the primary player on my island meaning i got to pick the island name um i got to pick where people uh set up their houses uh, my girlfriend cannot do that right. she just had to she just had to move into my island Right. Um, she still gets most of the story related announcements like the the bulletin board service, uh, like the, uh, the the PSAs in the morning from Tom Nook. She gets all that kind of stuff. Um, but things she wasn't able to do was. Uh, donate. Uh, basically, she can't donate anything w- when it was building the museum. I had to do all the stuff. So she had to give me stuff to donate. Um, huh. When I was building the, when I was upgrading the store. She could not donate to Timmy, even though it was like, hey, we're going to have the store for everyone on the island. We need 30 of these three things. You think they would accept it from anyone living on the island? Yeah. No, only I can donate to this. That's store. so fucking weird. What a weird restriction. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like you would think it's like anyone donate like we're yeah. straight up going to put a poster up. And as people add on, we're just going to tick away. Well, it's all community work together. Nope. Yeah. Only Sean gets to build the store. That's so weird. Wow. When we when we got the new places to put other villagers down and you have to like furnish their upcoming houses, she couldn't even see what was needed. Oh, all right. So she, so when she was playing and she's like and I was like, hey, do you want to help me set up these houses so we get some people coming in tomorrow? She was like, yeah, of course I do. What do you need? Oh, well, I guess go on my account memorize what i can see go back on your account good god make the stuff give it to me and i'll submit it that's actually hilarious 
That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So, like, as it goes on, there's, like, w- one more, one more, one more thing that she just can't engage with. And I feel bad for her because she is, like, head over heels for this game right now. Um, and I wish it, it, Nintendo didn't hate people. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Holding the fun uh, with hostage. With that said, though, I, I love this new Animal Crossing version. Specifically, the mile system it is is really great. They basically added achievements into the game of when you're uh, engaging with basically anything, um, and then you can use those uh, uh, mile points you get to buy items. You can use it to buy tickets to go to just random islands, um, which helps you get access to a lot of new stuff. You can get new fruit that way. You can get new villagers that way. You can find different insects and fish. Um, it's just kind of a, a another way to grind, basically. Um, even though these achievements, they do get harder because each achievement, like let's say it's like catching fish. The first one will be like catch five fish, but there'll be like five tiers to this achievement. And the next one will be like catch 10, catch 50. So there will be a slow, a, like a ramp. It'll slow down for you. Mm-hmm. But they introduce like kind of like daily time specific ones that are like, oh, hey, if you just catch three random fish. Uh, we'll just give you like 100 points as opposed to the usual like 500. And those just keep like rolling and cycling at the top of your little achievement list. Um, so there's an infinite number of these and they just keep coming, which is great because in the previous Animal Crossing games, it was basically like, oh, I know here's the five things I'm going to do every time I log into Animal Crossing. I'm going to shake all the trees. I'm going to find the money rock. I'm going to talk to each person. And then it's kind of make my own fun at that point. Sure. But the. Whereas this one, it's like, oh, no, I have a checklist to do that never ends and I am constantly being rewarded. Um, so I think this is a complete game changer for Animal Crossing. That That's great to see. I also really like the crafting system. Um, yeah. That changes how you interact with Animal Crossing significantly before it was just get bells, buy the stuff you want, buy a new shovel when it when it eventually breaks and that was about it this time it's like no i am building this chair so that i can upgrade it to this chair and you can customize the colors and whatnot Uh, i like building your tools i wish there was an actual indicator of um of where yeah yeah like like when they're about to break how many more uses do i have that's been Um, my biggest gripe so far and but the nice thing is when you do go to other islands they have a tool they have like a workshop set up for you in case you happened to bring an almost dead axe or whatever. So that, that was smart on their part. And worst um, case scenario, they've got someone who will sell you the tools, but obviously yep. it costs the miles. Right. But the miles are, are really easy to get. Um, and, and like I said, more useful than the bells. Like I'm finding myself not really caring about how many bells I have because I only really put bells towards the house, um, the house upgrade. And then every now and then, if there's like a, a furniture item I want to buy, but for the most part, I'm just focusing on miles because it's just so much more interesting and you get them in much cooler ways. Um, it does like feel I, like an achievement system. That's basically what it is. And I guess the animal crossings had that in the past, right? But just in a different way. I mean, the closest but, would be like, you know, fill up the, the, the museum, yeah, the, the stamp card. There's a stamp card guy in new leaf. I thought what was the stamp card. I don't remember the guy's name. Obviously, I, I barely played New Leaf, but right. I'm just trying. To, I don't even. It's like some guy who, came, who showed up and would like show you your stats. And okay. They, they had like stamp cards like that. That sounds familiar. I if I'm remembering correctly, which 
it seems I'm not remembering a lot of New Leaf. Uh, I don't think you got anything besides just filled up the checklist. Hey, good job. Whereas this one, you're getting a, a form of currency that you can use towards stuff. Phineas, uh, the chat saying he was like a scout leader. Okay, I believe you. I just I, New Leaf was a long time ago, man. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, long story short, I think this is like the mo- the most drastically different Animal Crossing, which is honestly making it one of like the most engaged I've been with an Animal Crossing in a while. Because um, I played a ton of that first one. I played a bunch of the DS one. And then ever after that, it was kind of just like diminishing returns because they weren't changing it too much. In, uh, at least I didn't find the case or they, whatever they were changing wasn't appealing to me too much. Whereas this one, they've really kind of leveled it up. Uh, to that it's really engaging. Yeah, People are saying the be- Phineas the Beaver, he gave you badges. They were fun to look at, but it was no re- there was no reward to them. Ah, okay. So they basically took the badge system and gave, gave like, super fleshed it out. Um, yeah. And I, I, again, I don't remember, but there's no way there's as many badges as there are uh, uh, like mile achievements in this one because there are so many. The title system is also super fun as well where you unlock like different titles each time you do an achievement and then you can like name yeah. yourself funny, silly stuff. That's cool too. That was neat. But yeah, I'm, that, I've been playing that a lot. That's what really kind of side sidetracked me. Um, yeah, you're going to keep playing it, John? Yeah, at least for the next little while. Like uh, my resident services is closed tomorrow for construction. So uh, tomorrow's probably the day I'm going to play it the least, honestly. Uh, I basically I don't stopped believe playing I've Final 14 that. because of it. So, Right on. What'd you name your town? Uh, Island Island. Okay. Nice. Good. Is yeah. land island. Okay. I went with Big Surf and then you just nice. have to kind of say island. Um yeah, the same after, here is land. Yeah. So I went yeah, Big Surf Island after the DLC from Burnout Paradise. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was pretty good. I liked that quite a bit. And no interest on your part, Paul? Not at all. It looks That's very fair. cute and I like seeing um Aaron's little house and like her little things that she's collecting and just the fact that like she's excited about a game is like that's fucking awesome. I don't care though for me at all. Sure. Get it. the pogo the pogo stick, not the pogo stick, the like the vaulting pole. Vaulting pole, that's cool. It's it's weird playing an Animal Crossing game where you like have to unlock bridges. Yeah, <laughs> that was frustrating because uh, a couple things were frustrating it because I wanted to put my house up on a hill, but then I had to like I couldn't get past the rivers and then I also couldn't go up the mountain. So I was just like, Oh crap. Well, I, I heard you can move your house at one. At some eventually point. you can eventually yeah. you can, but your, your resident service has to be finished. All right. Um, so I've got another two days before I can even consider the idea. So I'm I, just putting all my money into like upgrades. Like I've already got two extra rooms on my house. Oh, wow. Okay. I got lucky. Yeah, you, and I found the tarantula me. Island. Yeah. I, oh, found I, tarantula okay. I have heard of the tarantula Island for sure. Um, I kind of liked that they gated how much of the island you had access to because you could kind of keep seeing like, oh, man, there's so many fossils over there. I can't wait to get over there. And then when you do get that pole, it, you know, your island like doubles in size. I, I, that's really fun. I like that. Mm. All right. Uh, other than that, uh, I've been playing Voxelgram. That's that across 3D game. Uh, they added more. <laughs> It got DLC nice. and they yep. added like another like 30 puzzles and a random generated puzzle mode. 
Oh, they added the randomizer. Cool. That thing's kind of useless, yeah, no. but meh. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I'm gonna guess that. I'm guessing that was not, or that was already in the uh, Steam version, rather. Yeah, they added it a while ago. Again, it's kind of meh, but like, yeah, it's... yeah it kind of is because it's all just random patterns, basically. Exactly. But I mean, that's it. You're just you want a random puzzle generator. That's what it does. Yep, for sure. Infinite so, puzzles. So. Ne- so. So neat for that, but I'm, I'm a little bummed out because I'm like, oh, I'm almost done. I can just wrap it up and then I can just move on to whatever else. And then it's like, here's another 30 puzzles. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just they've been supporting that it. thing like kind of crazy. It's neat. I mean, that's really good. I think that's yeah. that's neat in the long run, but it's just like, damn you. <laughs> yep. Free me from this eternal hell. Yep. And that's all I've been playing otherwise. Sean, Paul, all right. Well, I'll continue. I've just kind of been, I've been talking one. already, so um, I'll leave the one that'll that'll transition into Paul uh, for last. I've been playing Bleeding Edge. Yeah, me too. Because uh, this <clears throat> this came out uh, proper early, early this week. It's on Game Pass. If people are interested. So this is the Ninja Theory uh, Overwatch like game, right? Yes, team based yeah, shooter. Great, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really call it a shooter. It's more of like a melee fighter. Oh right, uh, sorry. Yeah, most most of the uh, abilities. I mean, there are characters. Some characters shoot, but yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it, it's a, a lot of of weapon like swords and and staffs and and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yes, definitely very Overwatch like. Uh, third person, uh, pretty far back third person. Uh, I think it isn't as good as Overwatch. Um. It also just feels slow. In my opinion, you've played it as well, right, Paul? I've played a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, what do you what do you think? You've played way more than I have. I think people that play that game, like playing with randos, is a fucking chore, and I absolutely hate it. Uh, yeah, everybody yeah, in that game kind of, is like actually stupid. So that's kind of where I've I've lined up as well. Yeah. So no one plays their class. So this is a class-based game. nobody plays the game. objective. So, yeah, they, yeah. It's very, very team-based. Um, yeah. You to really, point, really need to... Sorry, go Like, to the point where the game consistently tells you, you guys should stick together. You should stick with your team. You are stronger with your team. You're better as a team. If you're not yeah. with your team, you're probably going to get killed pretty quick. Uh, you guys yeah. should stick together. Oh, my God, you guys should stick together. And it's odd that it tells you that so much because it's a class-based you know, fighter, shooter, whatever. Um, but they know people are stupid because people still don't stick together. <laughs> right. They definitely don't. Um, yeah. The point I was just going to make is, you know, it's a class-based shooter. Uh, so it's inherent that, yes, you should stay with your team. That's the entire premise of a class-based shooter. That's It's weird that you need to tell me all this. But yes, like you said, no one sticks together. They also don't care what the objectives are. There's two modes to the game. There's yeah. control point, pretty obvious the control points change you got to go over there stand on there own the control and then point, hold the point yeah um and then there's um power cell collection power cells which i i don't like as much as control point um power cells there's two phases to it one collect power cells which you'll just kind of find them in the environment or if you kill someone who has power cells that you can take that from their body and then there's the de- um the delivery phase where you go to basically a control point and drop off the power cells you have whoever gets like 50 first wins um, right and in both modes kills count towards the point total as well so right nowhere near as much as doing the objectives it's like one yes. 
It's like yeah. one versus like a power cell will get you like three or, or five or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then the control point, obviously, like it just ticks up as you as you own it. Um, and I think a good uh, kind of anecdote to summarize the, the whole scenario is in my first game, it was power cell. I had no idea what I was really doing. Halfway through the match, I realized, oh, this is what I was supposed to do. No one's doing this. I went on to win the game for my team. That was halfway yeah. through a match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous because so like you said, no one does what they're supposed to do. No one focuses on the objectives. All they want to do is just fight each other. Yeah, they just want to run straight at people and fight regardless of if they have like a healer with them or the rest of their team with them. They just beeline it right for the first person they see. And then I guess start mashing the X button. And it's like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, we got to get these control points. You guys aren't even trying over here. Um, yeah. Also, no one plays support. Not a single person ever plays support, um, which means I usually play support because I'm I'm fine playing support. Also, Miko is awesome. That character is r- extremely good. Um, so like, which I'm one fine is playing that one? Miko is the first one. It's it's the woman. Oh, with, like, she's the, the lady. Red, yeah, the yeah, voodoo the lady. Red, red hair. Yeah, the staff. She can freeze yeah. people. I love Miko. She's super cool. Um, so like, I'm fine playing support, but it's always like. Hey, maybe I'll play someone else. Oh, no one's playing support again? Okay, good thing I like Miko. I've been playing nothing but tank because nobody's playing tanks. So I'm level 11 right now, like as a character level or whatever. So I'm just being matched up with the biggest fucking morons I think I've ever seen. These aren't people learning the game, I don't think, anymore. They're just people that don't care, like, at all. So they're just choosing, like, nothing but DPS. And it's like, well, I guess we lost like already because nobody is like making a comp here uh i've been playing with a friend though and he always plays a healer so i've been just always playing a tank and together we can usually carry pretty hard for a while but like if we don't have good damage we're fucked right like (laughs) you still need to be able to kill dudes even if like we're not dying easily right um but that game is infuriating it there's it's just infuriating because if we had one more person if we had a team of three that liked to play dps all the time and like was decent at it i think we would win every fucking game because we win most of them but every now and then we get a loss and it's because we have somebody just like dicking around at some part of the map where nobody is at all and like i don't know what the fuck they're doing I'm like actually gonna fucking start screaming. I, just I actually got about to it. a point yesterday <laughs> where it was like, all right, I just finished, you know, in the next time I talked, I just finished a, a section of that. Do I want to start the next section? Oh crap, I need to download stuff. Okay, yeah. I guess, do I want to play Bleeding Edge? Oh, I'm, I'm going to bed in like 15 minutes. I don't feel like getting frustrated right now. I'm trying to chill <laughs> out. I literally chose not to play it because I knew I would just get angry. Um, yeah. Which like never happens. And I'm trying to I'm trying to chalk it up to like the game just came out. You know, people don't don't know what they're doing yet. Give it like a week. Maybe people will figure it out. I'm hoping maybe. that's the case because um, I'm you know, I can't remember back to like Overwatch, but that's got to have been what the first few days of Overwatch were like as well. Right. People figuring this game out <laughs> first few. No, I mean, Overwatch was fun until people figured it out. Then it was infuriating. Because then the tryhards came out, and then it was like, oh, this is no longer fun anymore. You have to be on that level now. Oh, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> well, my point is I'm hoping people kind of figure figure out like what they're supposed to be doing. 
um, as, as opposed to just running head straight into the enemy and not caring about power cells and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. But we'll see because control points a pretty standard multiplayer mode. Yeah. Like that's not it's not crazy. <laughs> I'm waiting so, for the new character, Mecco, the dolphin in a crab tank or something. Okay, I'll take your word for yeah. it. I haven't really looked into this game a ton. I just, no, I really like this game a lot, which is why it's infuriating. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing it a bit. Um, I mean, we could play together. I think it's crossplay. So is it crossplay? Oh, I'd love. I'm to pretty play sure you, for sure. sure. Um, I, I I play a I play a mean Miko. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> no, she's good because she's like a pretty offensive uh, support class. Uh, the thing I was gonna say is it's not as good as Overwatch. I, this game feels slow to me. Uh, your that's probably just because of slow. the. That's probably because of the uh, viewpoint. It does. You're right. Maybe but, the viewpoint, but even because yeah. you have like you, you have a hoverboard. Everyone gets a hoverboard, which is to get you like back in the action fast. That does not feel fast. I wish that thing mm. was like hauling some ass because you're on a hoverboard. You should be like, yeah, yeah, I'm on a hoverboard. Or as opposed to it's like, <laughs> what is going on? Why is this hoverboard going so slow? Um. Like it's like not fun to be on the hoverboard and it takes forever to get the hoverboard out. So it's almost like, is it worth me standing still for like a solid like three second count to get my hoverboard up when yes. I could just keep moving? Like I wish the hoverboard was just instant, like get on that hoverboard and move. Like I want the, the pace to get picked up a bit. Um, yeah, that's why it actually plays more like Heroes of the Storm is a better comparison because okay. like okay. everything about it is basically Heroes of the Storm, but not in an RTS like MOBA format. In a See, I didn't, I didn't have that touchstone, so I, I couldn't yeah. relate to that. I was also wondering, it's like, is my view just kind of skewed because I played a lot of Tracer in, in yeah. Overwatch, which is really fast. Yep. Um, Actually, but, there's a lot of characters that are really fast, like in Overwatch, just in general. But sure. uh, Tracer is definitely I probably the fastest. Maybe Genji oh. is faster. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. They're both, they're both up there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should play some. I, that sounds fun. Um, I want to yeah, like, like this game is good. my thing, as I really want to have a good time with it. Um, sure. I think yeah. the game's good. I think it's really good, but uh, it's definitely in the early stages. Like, I think if if they're able to keep a base, they could build on what they have and make something, like, really good, but I don't know that it's going to last very long. I also don't think the levels are, like, super memorable, or yeah there's only like four right three or four there's not many there's the one with the trains that go through the level one with the train that goes around in circles yeah and uh the one that bombs you on control points which is fucking infuriating too yeah yeah i can't think of any other so there's those three. Oh, and, and the one where you shoot off from your spawn point into the middle the sky temple or whatever you have like yeah, when you spawn, you have like a thing that shoots you into the main part of the level because you can't go back to your spawn. Isn't that the bomb one? No, that's one with um, you ring gongs and like fire rings come up. Yeah, I thought that was the same one. No, that's no? a different okay. one. Yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, I think there's four. Not a whole lot of difference there. Not many yeah, uh, they, characters either. It's not super like memorable because like I and again I I I'm just gonna keep uh. Um, relating it to overwatch and i played a ton of overwatch so it's almost not fair but like those levels are super memorable to me and they have like really cool aesthetics and whatnot um these ones just seem a little like boring uh, but yeah they're meant to just be arenas without any 
charisma to them, I guess. Yep. Right. Um, all right. Moving on to other stuff I played. I started up season two of Telltale's Batman game. That's what you meant by Batman. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> playing the enemy within. Um, yeah. I finished episode one. I'm inside of episode two. It's really it's really good. Uh, they do some really interesting stuff with like the Batman lore and the characters you love and know. First episode is all about Riddler. Um, okay. Amanda Waller's there. Um, and if you played the first season, you know, there's some <clears throat> crazy stuff, like a crazy kind of interpretation of the Joker. Uh, he's back. Uh, so that's that's great to see. Cool. Um, I would just say the the fight scenes, even though it is just quick time events and you're, you know, you're not obviously mm-hmm. not fighting because it's a telltale game. Um, the action is cool, especially and I just started the second uh, episode uh, and you fight Bane. And that was a really cool fight to see. Um, a lot of good like throwbacks to like, oh, wait, is he going to break his back? Oh, no, they, they, but they know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing because he does yeah. the pose, right? You're yeah. Like, oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm just playing Batman. It was mostly because out of all the games I was playing this week, I was like, I need something like like real story heavy. I just need some story game. I just want to chill back and like kind of take in a story because um, none of the other games on my list have much of a story. Um, uh, so I started that up and yeah, it, it's a good time. That was on like, I think okay. it was a games with gold thing. So I recommend that first season. The second season seems just as strong. So I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Uh, last game I've been playing is Doom Eternal. Yep. And Paul, you've been playing it as well. I'm done it. I finished it. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. Um, well, you, oh, you, you take it away. I've been talking a lot. Um, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I you guess you, you... I'll talk negatively about it uh, quickly. It doesn't make the same impact that 2016 had. This definitely feels like the game that, like, has to escalate a little bit and not just rely on being, like, a gritty heavy metal shooter. And they do. So I can see there's some people I've been following that, like, are not into all the things that they've added. I personally am. I like uh, a lot of the stuff they've implemented. I really, really love the super shotgun. I think it's, like, one of my favorite things in gaming this year so far. Uh, I don't mind the first person, like, climbing and platforming, jumping stuff too, too much, even though I think it could do without it. It gets a little so long I, in the tooth. And I actually parts. do kind of like the, um, the platforming at the moment, uh, mainly because I'm getting a little tired of all the combat. Um, and there's a lot a nice, of combat, like, like break to it. Um, mm-hmm. and I just kind of like searching around and being like, oh, I can see there's a secret there how would I get there? And then just kind of poking at the environment and being like, oh, if I jump on this. So I kind of like the the platforming elements of it. It is first person. So it's inherently kind of just bad platforming. It's worse. Yeah. Like I just, I just don't think you can do good first person platforming. Agreed. Unless, unless maybe you're Mirror's Edge. Like maybe. I mean, I didn't like Mirror's Edge, but sure. I I see Uh, where you're going with it. um, But yeah, so I think it's just, just, like it's a, it's going to be a low bar anyways. Um, Yeah. But I, I am kind of, I am kind of liking the... uh, Yeah, I kind of enjoyed it, too. It was a nice way to break up the monotony of killing a lot of dudes for, like, 20 minutes straight. Yeah, that's... So, I I haven't beaten it. I'm definitely nowhere near close to being beaten yet. I hear this game is pretty long. Is it not? 12 hours. It's not that bad. Okay. Um, Trying to think. I'm I'm close to fighting the second mage. The first mage, you just get to kill immediately. 
Uh, yeah, so he doesn't even first, count, really. <laughs> right. So I'm I'm close to the 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 first fight, I guess. Um, yeah, it's like level three or something. Um, and I f- I'm finding myself kind of bouncing off of it in a similar way that I bounced off uh, 2016, of which the the combat is just kind of like. Though it is intricate in itself, it is just kind of combat after combat after combat, and that aspect of it is getting a, is a little too monotonous for myself. Hmm. Sure. And like you haven't gotten anywhere near where they start really adding the combat yet, so there's also that they're going to add more stuff and like it's going to get rougher. So right, I it's, don't know. It's also pretty hard, I will say. It's pretty difficult. They give you a lot more tools to, like, really, like, deal with it, I will say, which I kind of like. But you're right. It feels like they throw a lot at you this time. A good a good kind of uh, way I heard someone describe it is it's almost like they wish you finished Doom 2016 last week and you're just ready for, like, the next level. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, so, like, like the, the ramp up is very fast. You got to kind of know everything real quick. And what's what's really difficult is um, the uh, weak points on an enemy. If you don't take those out, you're going to take a lot of damage really fast. I I don't know which enemies you face. Have you faced Marauders yet? They're fucking terrible. Which ones are those? They're guys with shields that you can only hit at a specific time. And you have to be a certain distance. Yeah, have fun. We'll talk about it when you're done with with those. They're they're brutal mainly it's not even that the fact that they're brutal it's the fact that they're there with a bunch of other little shitters everywhere throwing stuff at you that's what's brutal that's kind of what makes it real hard is like even even like the first time you come across a weak point it's this spider one right and you have to shoot off the cannon on top of it um and it's like this this is a game where it's like it wants you to be constantly just like sprinting around the stage yeah. And then every now and then you have to stop and be like, okay, gonna line up this shot so I can take out that cannon. And it's like, don't, you should never stop moving. Um, so it is hard. Um, I, I've just been playing on normal. Uh, I'm yep. getting pretty close to running out of extra lives. Uh, and I have been finding a bunch of them because, like I said, I'm enjoying searching around. I think yep. if I get to the point where I've run out of my extra lives um, and I have to like replay stuff, I'm going to just knock it down to easy. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. That's fair. Um, I guess for anybody playing and like to you, I'll give you the advice that get whatever it is. I can't remember what it is that like slows down time when you're right clicking, right clicking. I guess when I you're don't in know the what air? you're playing on. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That that thing will actually help with all those like trying to hit the. Weak I wasn't even thinking of using that one, <laughs> dude. It's actually the game changer. It's okay. almost necessary. That's <laughs> good to know. That's good to Every know. time you're in the air, it just slows down time. It's like, okay, now I can line up this shot properly. And it's not enough time that, like, it feels overpowered. It's just enough to really, like, give you the edge. Okay, good to know. I guess I'll, yeah, I'll unlock that one, sure. Yeah. But, um, that game's really good. I still don't think it's as good as 2016. 2016 just had that punch to it that this game doesn't have. This game throws a lot at you. But it isn't the same, and it's hard to explain. It's like a visceral feeling when you're playing it. Like, this definitely feels more like video gamey, and that was just, like, a fucking disgusting bloodbath, and I loved it. It was just metal as fuck. This is kind of like, we needed to add more stuff to it because this is the sequel, so we added more stuff to it. 
And some people have like kind of bounced off of it, honestly, uh, because of it. I think it's I still think this game is great and I really, really like it. But I could definitely see the argument for just being like, no, you guys ruined what you had or you didn't know what made the first one good. It's a little it's more video gamey. Yeah, I do think it is more video gamey. I don't know if I if I would say which one's better or worse, um, because I'm just you know I'm not the hugest Doom 2016 fan. I did just recently play it, and they just kind of feel pretty similar to me. Mm. Um, but again, I'm just not super invested in in either of them to kind of make that judgment call. I do like what they added though. I like the flame belch uh, to get your shields back. Um, the uh, w- yep. whatever the super punch is, where you can just blow guys up and get like a shockwave. I like that as well. Uh, did you get the super shotgun yet? Yeah. I have the super shotgun, yep. The hook, that, I mean, I don't know how they do it every fucking time. They still made the super shotgun the best gun in the game again. Yep. So. Pretty, pretty enjoyable. I also, Every uh, fucking time. (laughs) I like most of the guns. Like, I, I, I typically start every fight with the shotguns, but every time a new gun comes up, like, it's, I'm like, oh, I can really mess people up with this. I know exactly what to do. Hey, the um, super shotgun's good, but what could make it better? What if we put a chain on it so you can pull things yourself to things and blow it up better? Yeah, do that. What if we set that chain on fire later? Yeah, let let's do that. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it's I don't fu- have the I don't have the chain yet, so that's good to I'm excited that, to see that coming. It's so fucking like every time, man, that super shotgun, every time they make it the best weapon. Every other weapon is really good too. But fuck if it isn't satisfying to... Um, I guess, like, the big thing with this game, too, is that they really, really made it so that this is all about managing what you need and how to get it. So every fight is about, do I need health, armor, or ammo? And what can I do to get that? And, like, that's the whole thing throughout the whole fight, because at some point you're going to need all of it, (laughs) and you're going to run out of all of it, like, quickly. And... I guess, like, it's really enjoyable, but after a while, it does feel like it's weighing down on you. Like, these fights are too long, some of them. They're too fucking long. <laughs> They're long, and um, the chapters themselves are, like, really long. The chapters are super long, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's so only, I think like, that's just kind 12, of... I think. And so, oh, like... okay. An if hour you take into each. Yeah. <laughs> if you take into account that they're, like, an hour each, it's fucking crazy. And that's not yeah. including the extra stuff in them, like looking around for stuff. And like I went for every secret that I could see was conceivably maybe around. And I looked around a bit. I didn't look hard, but like, yeah, I missed out on probably at least a few hours worth of just exploring if I wanted to. Right. And that isn't to say like the environments are like big to search for. There's just a lot of no. like hidden corridors. If you like, yeah. if you happen to punch a wall correctly, you can you can get to there. I've I've found every one that like if I can see it on the yeah. map, I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna find this before I leave. Yep, uh, for I sure. Think for the most part, I've done that for every one of them, and I usually finish the the missions with like one or two missed. Oh wow! Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. I'm also, gonna keep playing it. It has one of the best skins if you have Twitch Prime, the Doomicorn. So good. I did just skin. unlock that. I have not played with it yet, but I did unlock that. When do you get to see it, though? Like, the, it, just in cutscenes? Yeah, and, like, you you see your fists with, like, pink and white 
Like okay, all right. And That's your good. little stabby thing turns into like a little like star wand that sparkles. So when you're stabbing, oh, okay, dudes, that is pretty good. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to use that. Cool. Yep. All right, and what else have you been playing, Paul? Uh, I went back to control. So I wrapped, I 100%ed everything that was up to this point, except for oh, wow. the expeditions, because I don't really like the expeditions. Have you, did you do those at all? It was that free update that happened a while back. Oh, no. Okay. I, I did boot up control last week just to be like, all right, how's my save doing? And then I realized I don't remember how to play this game at all. That's why I um, actually just did all my backlog quests because I wanted to get back into it. I'm going to be playing the Foundation DLC later tonight, so I'm excited. I hear it's real good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. That game is still super great. Those expedition things are kind of eh. It's like you get you go to like just a little area that they built for this thing, and you're doing four different like events or objectives and four different like little floating islands, and they just throw a shitload of enemies at you to like make it difficult. So it feels a little lazy. But is it just like a combat thing? It's just a combat thing for the most part. And you're not part, even so. in the in the oldest house. You're in like the weird. You're like in the quarry or something or like a weird like alternate dimension thing with a, just a bunch of rocks. So it's not even cool looking really. Okay. All right. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, it was free. The free update. So I guess not a whole lot to expect from there. But I'm looking forward to getting to the foundation. People should still look at control. That game is still very, very good because, you know, there's not enough out right now. Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> I'm curious. Um, that's all I've been playing. I'm curious. What were the other three games you were thinking? Like, I wish I had time to get to this because I thought you Controls hit like... one of them. Oh, uh, okay. Borderlands has DLC that came out, I think, today. Right. Um, OK. Yes. Risk of Rain 1 and 2 pack finally went on sale for, I think, the first time on Xbox. So I bought those. Okay. So I want to play some of that. Um, I downloaded Fantasy Star Online 2. I don't know why. But I that doesn't that seem like something you would like at all if you're complaining about the endgame of Division. Well, you know, we'll see. It's it's installed, man. I'm not even <laughs> okay. get to it. Um, okay. The other one was I have Paper Beast on PlayStation VR. Um, mm, play. Gotcha. So I got, was that six? Six games or something? Five, six? Man. This week has been rough. I really, really want a headset to play Alex so bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've, I've definitely I've, been looking, like, because I'm seeing all the, like, how to do it for the cheapest thing. And it's like, no, I'm not. This is $300 for one game. What are you doing? No. Ugh. But I want it so bad. <laughs> I want to play that game. The FOMO is real, for sure. One day. For sure. All right, let's do some news. I pretty much put most of the stuff in here so we can talk about this. GameStop did update what they're doing for. Uh, yeah, because they started losing their business licenses in certain states. They did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people oh. definitely cracked down hard on GameStop and was like, what What the hell are you doing? Um, John, I think you were right. They just wanted to get past Friday. Yep. Uh, to get those I'm two pretty games sure. out. <laughs> I haven't got called about any prayers. I have an EB, so I'm pretty sure they're they're shut down at this point. Oh, EB Games is as well? I like I don't know for sure, but something came out Tuesday that I was supposed to have gotten a call for, and I definitely did not. So I'm guessing they are also in a situation where they are just curbside pickup. Right. 
I'm kind of curious how the curbside pickup works. How does someone not just like steal that? I assume you have to like call when you're there. And then they'll come out six feet away yep, from you. You're given like an order ground. number, basically. Because it, it's all the digital store. Like the, they used to do store pickup, so it's just that. But it's outside. Yeah, I guess. They, yeah, okay. I've been curious. So yeah, uh, they're doing curbside pickup if you order things online and whatnot. Um, which that must be so weird from like um, like an employee standpoint of just like, I'm going to sit in this store until I get a phone call. I mean... Uh, but I, that's I what guess they're my still getting a paycheck, a so time. good for them, so. right? Yeah, that's yeah. just that's just an office job at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, they were losing their business license. People were shutting, the, like, uh, governors were like shutting them down, like in this state completely. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's what they're going to be doing for the foreseeable future. Uh, okay. Sony came out and, and wanted to clarify some of their backwards compatibility stuff that they had mentioned for the PlayStation Five. Uh, last we had heard it was going to be almost the top 100 most popular games from the PS4 would be playable. Uh, they've come out and straight up said, uh, quote, overwhelming majority of the 4,000 plus PS4 titles will be playable on PS5. PS4 games will run at a boosted frequency, meaning possibly uh, higher resolutions and frame rates evaluated on a, on a title per title basis. So I'm not sure where that 100 number really came from, especially since it was Mark Cerny saying it. I'm pretty sure that's the at launch situation versus this is over time frame. There's because there's mm. nothing about this saying that at launch this will all be available. Yeah, it says we believe that the overwhelming majority of the 4,000 plus PS4 titles will be playable on PS5. We're expecting backwards compatible titles run at a boosted frequency. Like there's no like. This is for sure true. This is still speculation on their behalf. Yeah, they actually do even touch on uh, the Mark Cerny part and saying uh, Mark Cerny provided a snapshot into the top 100 most played PS4 titles, demonstrating how well our backwards compatibility efforts are going. We have already tested hundreds of titles and are preparing to test thousands more as we move toward launch. And they will provide more info when when they have it. That's good. Uh, this is just kind of like an interesting tidbit. Uh, as you know, the Olympics got canceled or postponed in some capacity. Um, it's just a funny anecdote. It's funny to know that that Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games has come out. It can- it's been out months ago. Yeah. Uh, that the Tokyo tw- the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games don't exist. So that game is for an event that will never happen. Yep. Um, that was just a fun thing to kind of realize this week. Uh, now I kind of want a copy of that game because it's like yeah. a weird like relic of a of a weird era of a different dimension. It's like a weird alternate right reality or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right. In re- relation to the virus, uh, Sony has come out and at least in Europe, they are going to be um, limiting their Internet access on the PlayStation. Specifically, download speeds are going to be slowed. Uh, which is pretty funny because the PlayStation download speeds are already extremely slow. Um, mm-hmm. But to help with internet bandwidth, uh, they're going to be bottling their speeds. They said it should not affect uh, like multiplayer gaming. Um, but uh, several companies are doing this. I know uh, YouTube is no longer defaulting to 1080. I think it like defaults at 720. You can switch it up if you want, but uh, 
they're just trying to limit the bandwidth. Netflix in Europe is also lowering the resolution on their streams uh, so that things don't crash and people have access to the internet. Sure. Uh, and I keep hearing stuff about how like Europe's about two weeks ahead of us, so I'm just waiting for our internet to start getting throttled. Mm-hmm. Yep. Epic Games has started publishing games, and they came out with three deals uh, that they've already gone through this morning. Um, they are working with Remedy Entertainment, Play Dead. Uh, I should say Remedy Entertainment, uh, makers of Control. Play Dead, Limbo, Inside, uh, and Gen Design, which I don't know what that is. That's Fumino Ueda's uh, new studio, the okay. guy who does the Team Eco stuff. Okay, yes, sorry, I did. I do remember it was the Shadow Colossus dev. That's how they were putting it down. Yes, I forgot yeah. about that. Um, they have a partnership with all three of those. Uh, all companies are going to retain the, the IP rights and will be fully funded by Epic. Epic receives 50% of all profits. Um, That's kind of a crazy deal. Yeah, it just is. to kind of add on to that, Sam Lake over at uh, Remedy even tweeted out saying, hey, we're working on something exciting, something big with Epic Games as our own as our publisher we have an incredible resource and full creative freedom um so yeah that is a pretty crazy deal epic is just saying like hey do whatever you want here's all the money here's money yeah here's all the money also um, you own whatever you're creating we just want that, a little bit of it also back. crazy i don't know if well no the well they fi- want to they want to get paid back they said they want to get they yeah, get, yeah. yeah it gets reimbursed so paid back and then 50 percent of it which is a yeah. smoking deal for a dev oh for sure yeah, pretty pretty crazy that Epic can can one do this and also just like that they're giving such a good deal. Well, but I guess it kind we, of goes. We hand know in hand. why they can do it. <laughs> Let's oh, be sure. real. We know why they can do it. Well, the thing is, I mean, they don't have to, right? They could easily go with what oh, you're like, totally right. the industry standard is. Um, but as we see time 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 and time again, Epic just keeps making their own standard, which is leaps and bounds better than the industry. We saw that with like the revenue splitting. Um, for games on the store and whatnot. Uh, so g- good job, Epic. Once again, way to go. Uh, and I'm definitely excited to see what uh, these teams can do with like, just a buttload of cash up front. Yep. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Nintendo Direct. I did not watch it. I didn't uh, John, either. I hear you I did. did. Maybe you can I kind did. of lead the way through some of the highlights. All right. Uh, if you've got a list in order, then that'll work. Uh, here we go. Perfect. Uh, let's start off with the fact that, uh, they finally gave Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition a release date, May 29th. Okay. So that'll be in two months. Uh, it, they showed off that there is a new epilogue to the game. With the area that you couldn't originally access in the uh, Wii and 3DS versions of the game, the Bionis shoulder. So there's basically something that'll like give closure to the story and probably connect it to Xenoblade 2, if I had to guess. Cool. Uh, it looks very nice. They also announced that 2K is bringing a bunch of games over to the Switch on the exact same date, May 29th. That is the Bioshock Collection, the Borderlands Legendary Collection, and XCOM 2 Collection. Okay. So basically, yeah, XCOM 2 with all its DLC, Borderlands 1 and 2, I believe, is what's in that one, and Bioshock 1, 2, and Infinite. Yo, XCOM 2, though, on Switch. Portable XCOM 2 is going to be pretty good. 
That's pretty good. Uh, they announced new DLC for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. It's Fantastic Four theme, so you're fighting Doctor Doom and you unlock the Fantastic Four as playable characters. Okay. Ring Fit Adventure got new DLC. Uh, it is a rhythm game mode where you have to like do specific exercise motions to along to the to music. And they're all cool. video game theme music, so it's like uh, songs from Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, Wii Fit, etc. Uh, they announced that there was a new patch for... Animal Crossing New Horizons, which added in the uh, Egg Day event, which is coming up in a couple days, and also fixed that duplicating glitch that people were abusing to get a ridiculous amount of money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They announced a new Nintendo-made puzzle game available on the eShop today. Good job. It's basically like a... It looked like chaotic... uh, physics-based kind of game where you had to like get jobs done as fast as possible including like just ramming through walls in an office building and stuff like that it looked really like youtube baity but it also looked kind of fun i think i heard nintendo was just the publisher are they publisher this article says it's nintendo made yeah that's what i'm double checking i I, previously as i heard it was they were the publisher well while you're looking that up they have also sort of announced their next smash brothers dlc character they have announced that the the next character is from the game Arms, but they didn't say who. Oh, they're going to be it's revealing the that main around, guy, right? Uh, no, Springman's already in as an assist trophy. Oh, okay. Probably the uh, one with my, the arms. Yeah, that narrows it down. Te- technically, it does because that <laughs> negates one person. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, there's a. Uh, Speculation on my behalf, like everyone's been trying to guess certain things, but I think the most credible one is that the uh, last year they did a tournament in arms where they decided who was the most popular character like in game. Like people had to like play matches as those characters to determine who they liked the most. And the winner of that was Min Min. So that is my uh, speculation about who they picked since that was over a year ago at this point, which would be perfect. Right amount of development time for a character for Smash Brothers. But it could be anyone. It could be a number of characters. Uh, yeah, New Fighter will be revealed and released in June. There's uh, officially a free weekend for ARMS starting today, so if you want to play the game, you can play the entire thing now. Uh, they're also doing an official tournament for it. I think that is also this weekend. I forget exactly. It might be a weekend after. Cool, I'll try that. They spent a, they spent a lot of time showing off Bravely Default 2, showing off that it's a bunch of new characters, but it is still the same sort of mechanic, spending Brave points to get extra turns and defaulting to stack up extra ones, etc. It looks really good. Uh, that there's a demo for that out now and they'll be using that they'll do, they're doing exactly what they did with Octopath Traveler where any data they get from that will be used to improve the game cool uh, Jedi Academy got announced for Switch uh, Capcom introduced a game called Shin, Shin Sakai Into the Depths which looks like an underwater Metroidvania which looks so really that... go ahead hmm? go ahead it looks really looked really neat so that is an Apple Arcade launch title. I hear oh. it's terrible. Oh, never mind. Oh. Well, that's a bummer. I'm glad you said that because I had it on my wish list. I mean, I don't want to discourage you. Um, I just never I, heard I'll a single good thing about the Apple Arcade uh, version. Speaking of Apple Arcade, Panzer Dragoon remake dropped today. That was also on Apple Arcade. I don't think it was. I think you're thinking it, of something it, else. No. no, definitely was. Really? <laughs> Trust me, I have been following this. <laughs> Wasn't this the one that was coming to Stadia? 
Oh god, if I'm getting those two, of I all think things you're getting confused. those two mixed up because we talked uh, about uh, <laughs> Panzer Dragoon coming to Stadia a few weeks ago, and I haven't uh, seen it announced on Arcade. Uh, crap! I'm beginning to think you might be right. <laughs> Why did I think this was on Apple Arcade? How did I get that confused? Yeah, a version for Stadia. I got. I really got Apple Arcade and Stadia confused. I feel bad now. I mean, there's you know, two platforms you're not. And even using, that, it's so. not. Even, and even that, it's also not on Stadia yet. It's set to be released later on Stadia. Yeah. So it actually did just come out. It just came out for Switch first, basically. But it's a timed exclusive. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, Clubhouse Games Fifty One Worldwide Game Classics got announced. So this is their old uh, mini game IP. They brought back. It looks like they've combined We Fit We Play style mini games in with their like card games and stuff like that. So you can play okay. like Connect Four, Blackjack, Backgammon, uh, stuff like saw, that. But there's also Go? like, yeah, there's Go. There's yeah, um, awesome. there's like Tank War. There's Air Hockey. There's Foosball. There's like a bunch of crazy games. They have not said if all games are uh, online compatible, which is annoying. Uh, because that could mean anything. Mm-hmm. That could mean like maybe only so many are, etc. But it are looks sure really good for a mini collection. No, they have said that there are the oh, online okay. play. They specifically did say online play, but they also specifically said not everyone, not every game. So okay, it was a weird, weird uh, hiccup on that. Uh, Catherine Full Body got announced. That'll be ported over July seventh. Sean oh. Burnout Paradise Remastered. I did see that. I mean, if I'm going to play, I'm going to go back to my Xbox version. But yeah, but now yeah, you have a sure. portable version. More, is what I'm saying. More, exactly. More versions. Get that out to more people. The masses yeah. need to play that game. They also announced Star Wars Episode One Racer is coming to Switch as well at oh, some fuck point. yes. <laughs> so in. Uh, that is all the things I can remember. I swear there was another game they showed off that I'm blanking on, but this looks like everything that's written down on this list, anyways. This Shin Sagai Into the Depths looks good, so I'm going to take a look into it. I'm going to load up Metacritic now since Sean has brought it up. Because, yeah, I mean, it I, looked good to me, too. I've had it on my phone, and it's one of the many games I just haven't gotten to from Apple Arcade yet, mostly Shin because Sky everyone kept telling me it was bad. iOS 75 on Metacritic. That's not bad. There you go. Yeah, that's... So maybe I was just... That's okay. <laughs> And obviously probably no reviews for Switch yet since it only got announced and released today. Or I'm hearing the chat. They did Pokemon DLC at the end. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they they just they highlighted a bit more of the Pokemon DLC. Uh, They showed off the new Pokemon that you get for doing a specific mission there. Uh, You can get I can't even remember its name. I find it funny. This article didn't even mention it either. Uh, (laughs) That is weird. It's a specific Pokemon where, like, depending on which challenge tower you take on after you get him into your party, uh, dictates his evolution. He can be a martial arts, like, quick strike style or, like, a single strike style. Yeah, I think they've talked that that, that was going to be a thing they did. I, I don't remember if they had given the name yet, so. Anyway. Cubfu. There it is. Cubfu. They have. They did give that. I do remember that name now. Hmm. <clears throat> and I will play that DLC yeah. when it comes out. Yeah, that's all I can uh, I can see there. All right, Paul, you added one more. Um, was this confirmed? Because last I checked, this was a rumor. What? I didn't add anything. Oh, I didn't add John, this. John, did you add this? I added this one. Okay. Is this confirmed? Uh, was this a real thing? Uh, this is an Engadget link. I had to d- double check it. 
A hacker okay. supposedly stole and leaked the Xbox Series X graphics source code and put up a ransom of $100 million for the source code, threatening to leak everything if there's no buyer. They reportedly found the GPU data in a hacked computer in November, although ADM said it had been, hadn't been approached until December. ADM, uh... AMD. Or sorry, a- a- AMD, sorry. Uh, it believes AMD doesn't appear to be bowing under pressure. It believes the stolen code was not core to the competitiveness or security of its products and said there was an ongoing criminal investigation. It shouldn't affect the Series X or any other uh, products. Even so, leaks for any sensitive files are still big deals. It's just a statement lapse in security. Um, yeah, no, they've just apparently they stole it and they said they're ransoming it for a ridiculous amount of money. Hmm. So wait, they brought this to AMD's attention in December and AMD is talking about this now publicly. I guess. Okay. I find it interesting they're referring to the hacker as she. That's not usually a thing that happens. You're saying girls can't hack? I'm saying that people usually don't attribute a gender besides he to something unless they have a good idea of who's doing it. (laughs) Maybe they do. Maybe maybe the woman just walked straight up and said, yo, here's the situation. It's me, yeah. And and you can't can't even kill me because if my heart rate stops, it goes public. So I'm walking out of Mm -hmm. here. Uh, some of the yeah in December 2019 we were contacted by someone who claimed to have test files related to a subject our current and future gen- graphics products some of which were recently posted online so I'm guessing there wasn't the account attached to the post was female presenting sure 100 million dollars I know I, I know, know. like really <laughs> yeah da 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 yeah that's, that's a weird funny. story yeah, that is. <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens. All right, time for some questions. If you want to send questions in, it's top respective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Uh, this first one comes from Linebeck, and they write, Congrats, a TDP movie is going to be made. However, there are a few catches. All but one of you have to reprise your roles, and the person who's replaced has to be the writer of the film. Who's writing the film, and which actor do you get to replace them? I'll write it. Have fun, guys. <laughs> Why do you want to write it? Because I don't want to be in this thing. No? All right, well, no. who are you getting to replace you? Yeah. Danny DeVito. Do you it. You can't pick Danny DeVito for every... <laughs> that's yes, a good choice, though! <laughs> but that's the thing, is it's a good answer for every question that anyone sends in ever. You're goddamn right. <laughs> I hate the fact that he's not wrong, yeah. I've been watching a lot of uh, um, it's, always it's Always Sunny, sunny. recently. Yeah. So You've been watching a lot of Jumanji 3? Oh, yeah, yes. that is the third one, isn't it? Yeah. People are saying Jack Black. I could see, ja- I could see Jack Black doing a Paul. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Jack I mean, he did, he did a 16-year-old hot girl, so how hard could it be <laughs> being me? I was... Um, <laughs> I was going to say, if it's Paul, I was going to say, what, if, what about like, and how, I guess I should ask you, how would you feel about this actor reprising your, uh, your persona? I Paul Giamatti. That would be fucking amazing. <laughs> that that role is so below his capability, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, there you go. That's what happens. You just have all the money, man. I guess. 
Zeiss Rock says, would you prefer devs to let you pick between old sounds and new sounds in recently released games, even if it means sacrificing a few frames for it? For example, in Doom Eternal, the shotgun doesn't have the satisfying chonk sound when reloading the old as the old games. Uh, does also does order matter when? OK, we'll do that one second. So do you want the ability in like newer games to be able to choose older sounds? I mean, it depends on how old the sound is that we're talking about. That's probably fair. Like, like, are we talking like the literal doom sound for this for the shoddy? I think so. Also, this is a modder thing. Um, yeah, you can play can Resident Evil Two with uh, the original Resident Evil Two sounds and voices. Same with the original uh, Resident Evil remake. This is a mod thing for sure. This exists. In general, and that's and that's probably exactly why they won't do it because they know if someone wants it that bad, they'll just do it themselves. And it's easy; it's just sound. Like they're not replacing. This is different when you're talking about something like that Halo thing, where you could switch between the old and the new versions of it on the fly. Yeah, that was definitely cool when they did that. For uh, that one was and super two. neat. That yeah, cool. Yep. I think I think I'm good with new sounds unless it's something iconic. Sure. Yeah. If if the sound is terrible, then sure. But like, how do I know a sound is going to be terrible unless I've heard it? Sure. I guess sure. I'm on the uh, the side of like, I can always go back and play that other game and hear that sound if I need it. But for all I know, yep. maybe they're going to come up with a better sound. Sure. Um, second part to the question. Also, does order matter when playing Doom? I'm going to start off on 2016 since that was the original general recommendation. No, it doesn't matter. Play 2016. I mean, I, yeah, 2016 and Eternal are basically like remakes, essentially. Yeah. They're their own storyline, so you don't even need to play one, two, and three. No. The general I consensus play, I keep... Yeah. I was gonna say the general consensus I keep hearing with Eternal is people are preferring 2016, so you might actually be better off starting with 2016. Um, personally, I will say Eternal um, like really just kind of starts, and and the and the combat is like really intense. So, you, like I said, it's almost like you have to have kind of played the 2016 recently, so you might just have a better ramp up into Eternal if you played the other one. The other one's good, so I don't see why you wouldn't, and it still holds up well. 60 frames a second, like that thing is smooth, and it's cheaper. Because it's older now, so you can get a good on sale on it. Yeah, like definitely 2016. If you really, really want like the archival thing, go back and play those old ones. But just know that they they're old well, and they their, play that way. The question is: start with 2016 or start with Eternal? Yeah, don't start with Eternal. Eternal is the ramp up. 2016 is like the main course. I think you should do first. Yeah, it's like doing Doom and then doing like an expansion pack. It kind of feels that way, yeah. All right. Uh, next up from Sukusuku. Uh, if you had to do a challenge to beat every single North American release of a single console on Twitch, which system would you choose? For the sake of this argument, nothing with fewer than 100 games. So no Ouya. Well, I was going to say Virtual Boy, so you got me there. Yeah. Uh, so no Ouya, okay? I found that the Ouya has more games than I thought. Let's say uh, Apple Pippin. And for the sake of an argument, the Switch's library won't count uh, the eShop unless you want it to. Like, would you count the virtual console ports towards the Wii library? I guess I should ask, too. What counts as a console's library? Yeah, this is a heavy question. Holy shit, there's a lot here. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's take it one at a time. Uh, If you had to choose a system to finish 
on they had to play you had to beat every game North American release what would you pick and it has to be over 100 games on the system uh the shortest system I can think of that is yeah. got that amount of games is probably Sega CD okay that's at about 150 I think for North America I need to double check okay. this from like an enjoyment standpoint like I could pick like I could pick like my Xbox One. There's like a lot of really good games on there. Um, from like kind of like an entertainment like this is this this is not going to be fun the whole time, but maybe it'll be enjoyable to watch. Maybe like the Wii. The 3DO has 321 fucking games. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> the Wii has like 2,000. Right. Or like. I guess I picked the Wii just because you know there's some absolute trash in there. So it might be just kind of fun to be like, all right, guys, here we go. We're playing Carnival Games 8. This time it's Europe edition. Let's go. Yeah, the Sega CD has 210 games total, but 57 of those were only in Japan. So that would put you at about 160-ish. Or five were also only recent Europe, so it'd be 150-something. I guess having to beat it would be the hard part. Yeah. So like any, I'm going to say anything CD based and longer has the, uh, the potential to be just a a stupidly long game and that can just drag things out. So that's just being careful. Uh, I'm just trying to think, I'm I'm just looking at my collection and be like, all right, what, you know what? How many on the NES? A lot. 700. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. Remember Mexican runner literally made, uh, a big deal out of doing that, like setting a world record. And that took him, a year? Yeah. That I mean, that just proved it can be done, though, at least. <laughs> or the other ones, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, how, how many are on the Wii U? That's got to be pretty small, right? Wii U's library is bigger than most people realize. I'm looking it up, though. 772 games I have. Oh, jeez. From Googling. Yeah, but wow. that's that's counting digital. Mm, oh, okay. Probably, yeah. I don't think there's a good answer. Like it's all just, it, this is going to be rough no You're matter. You're going to have to pick something old and obscure. There's no way if you want a low number, you have to go old and how or many, obscure. How many games are on the Wonder Swan? I think less than 100. No. No way, really. Less than 100 just seems like such a small number. 103 never mind oh that might be the go. perfect that's, choice i think i think that's the winner then. i don't know about getting closer than that the only thing that's gonna suck is you're gonna have to do a lot of rpgs that are definitely not translated because that was a japanese exclusive console sure yeah that's true again any anything is like having to beat it is gonna be rough also doesn't john have an almost complete collection of north american n64 games i am done i have all the north american n64 games there that's like 297 it's basically almost 300 what is an apple pippin that is uh the system that bandai and apple try to make it's an actual apple home console wait it came the out system right and games be- sorry go on i'm sorry it, it came out right before the dreamcast basically the Wondrous One wasn't released outside of Japan. That doesn't count. No. This literally says NA release. Oh, shit, you're right. Well, then, yeah. Wondrous One doesn't work, then. What about something like the Game Boy? 
since like they didn't there's a lot. lot game boy but, has a thousand and that's just regular not to count in color but they're all short because they can't fit a lot on those uh, cartridges yeah but they there's made up RPGs with that with difficulty the game boy. I plenty of rpg they made up with that boy. with difficulty I'm, I'm sticking with sega cd honestly i would probably just go like playstation or playstation 2 because i if i'm gonna do this shit i want to have fun I don't like, care how long it's going to take. stuck doing it for so fucking long. Like, there's over 1,000 yeah. PS1 games and over 2,000 PS2 games. <laughs> okay, so I, I googled the Apple Pippin, and I went to its uh, Wikipedia page, and it has a successor. The successor to the Apple Pippin is apparently Apple Arcade that came yeah. out last year. <laughs> yeah. That's how bad the Pippin did. Uh, before That's that, funny. was the, the predecessor was the Pladia. It, the Playdia had a Dragon Ball Z game. God damn it. The Neo Geo Pocket is too little. There's not over 100 yeah. games. I, I'm telling you, dude, like, it's, you're not going to find it. Maybe the Jaguar. Mmm. But then if you're playing the Jaguar, do you really win <laughs> at all? <laughs> now, that's, that's a deep question there. <laughs> Never mind. 50 officially released Atari Jaguar. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. I think I think that might be it. I'm gonna look at Neo Geo. That might be you the winner. Sh- you sure the Wonder Swan never came out? 156 Japan? officially released Neo Geo games. Yeah, just Japan. That's probably yeah, I think the way, I, what I would. I go. think that's my winner then. Just plain ass Neo Geo because that especially got a North American be, release. And those games are fucking great. Like yeah, here we go. Yeah, Neo Geo Advanced Entertainment System, the home version. Uh, ROM cartridges, 117 released. Done. Go. Easy. Easy clap, boys. There we go. Neo Geo is my boat, then. Yep, for sure. You guys ever just looked at that red Wonder Swan? Man, that thing looks nice. <laughs> swan, swan crystal? I have the Final Fantasy II color one. I have not seen a crystal in the is, wild to buy. I think I have that one as well. I think that's the one I have. All right, there was a second part to this question, right? Oh, shit, you're right. Sorry, uh, I got distracted because of all the searching I was doing. Uh, oh, yeah, would you count the virtual console ports towards the Wii library, for example, no. or would you count, like, the Switch's virtual consoles, etc.? I, I think wouldn't. you do. I feel like if you count that, you have to count, count all the downloadable games. Yeah, I down- think you all do. The, all the download-only games. I think if games. you can play it on that system without hacking it, it's part of that system's library. I, I think mm, my logic I is I can, any any game, I think uh, all systems since like the Wii era onwards have two different libraries. They have the the physical library and they have the digital library. I think those are like significant differences because there are a bunch of games mm. that are digital only. And if you combine both those libraries together, they're much bigger. I mean, I think you can definitely say that if you want to get like specific about it but i still think also i don't want to have to beat double the amount of games if i'm doing this project i'm just saying if you're gonna say like the switch's library of games it is anything a switch can play without you hacking it in some way so that means a ds has all of the game boy advance library as well the 3ds has all of the ds library that's a good point because i i would say no i would just because i want to say those are game boy games right but, but now you see why we're comp- drawing yeah. this line specifically now. <laughs> Let's just know, say reason, it's easy and know, say I no. <laughs> I, I, that one, for some reason, I'm not okay with doing that one, but 
it being on the switch. I'm, I'm I'm, how about that. we say if you're doing that, you have to choose one or the two. Like it, they obviously have both on the library, but you have to choose one or the two, or one or the other rather. For what? If you have to choose it for what? For for this this idea of clearing them all on stream. Oh, okay. Well, the actual question. Are you are you trying to just are you trying to do one of these and you just need no, to be okay? No, because I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> you just need to be okay. <laughs> God, no. you play a thousand like, I, like I said, like I said, if I was going to do it, it'd be the virtual boy because there's like 14. Like, that's a reasonable number. I think it's really cool that the Mexican runner got like uh, like a world record for beating all the North American NES games. But that's like 700 games. Actually, I don't even yeah. remember how long it took him overall. I'm trying to find that number right now. I guess if it was if it was me and I was saying <laughs> I'm going to do. Every North American release on, you know, let's say the Switch, for example. Yeah. I think that has to be everything on the North American eShop, everything physical North American, blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, if I do say I'm going to do all the physical North American release, then it could just be all physical. Like, but if it's just this is the library, then it has to be everything. That's, that's okay, just how so I would classify it. To beat every North American released NES game, it took the Mexican runner. Uh, shit, I lost a hero. Uh 3,435 hours, 12 minutes, and 24 seconds of playtime for 714 titles. By comparison, I have streamed since 2012, if this is accurate, 3,084 hours on Twitch. So the amount of time it would take to beat every NES game is the equivalent to me streaming for eight years. (laughs) Well, get started, man. No! Eight, eight years from now. 2028. He eight didn't get nearly years. the amount of recognition eight he should have years. for that, to be honest, eight either. More years. He, he re- well, because someone eight else was doing years. it at the same time. So, uh, like, that's what he rushed bummer. through things. He was going slow with it, and then he realized he had to cut corners because he was yeah. doing it without getting help from, from the audience and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then he started cutting corners, like, all right, this has to be like w- what we consider the end of the game. This has, to, I need help with this, et cetera. Yeah. Like he had, he had, if he wanted the world record, he had to do it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's my turn. In the past week, two amazing cosmetic items were released Doomicorn and the Pizza Head for Mo- Mozzie? Mozzie? I think it's Mozzie. In Siege. What are your favorite dumb cosmetic items in games? Yo, Doomicorn is very good. <laughs> Doomicorn's good. Did you Doom see the Mozzie one? Dude is also pretty good. Mm hmm. Well, when did you say, Sean? I was going to say, did you guys see the Mosey one? That was pretty silly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's very good as well. Other dumb cosmetic items. I really, really like the original Polygon for um for Resident Evil Mario. 2. Oh. For uh, Leon and Claire. Remake, yeah. That's really good. I was going to say the Mario 64 skin for Mario Odyssey. Also good. That, yeah, but that's not DLC, right? Anytime they do like a throwback like that, that's not DLC. Good. No, you can buy that. Uh, near the uh, end of any the dumb game. cosmetic. I mean, I just finished Metal Gear Rising Revengeance this week on stream, and the uh, this, the shit, the musician outfit, the the sombrero and the poncho is one okay. of my favorite outfits now for for any character. Newfield brings up a good point. Anything in Dead Rising, yo, Dead Rising does some really good yeah. cosmetic shit. Sure. All of yeah. them, yeah. 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 I like the like holiday ones that you would see in like Overwatch and the ones that come to mind specifically are like Apex. They had a pretty good 
series of Halloween ones where like Gibraltar was just a big oh no sorry the Christmas ones uh, Gibraltar was like a big polar bear uh, or they were dressed up as like Santa Claus I, yeah. I always enjoy those quite a bit yeah Halloween themed stuff I really like a lot yep I'm excited to use that Doomicorn though the Doomicorn one's really good for sure okay final question uh, what games put you in a trance where you can play for hours, but think not that much time has gone by? I'm assuming he's saying this because Animal Crossing came out. I was going to say Animal Crossing. <laughs> this, is, this is from VGC Kenny, by the this way. This is from VGC Kenny. I don't know if I said the last. I don't know if I said the last question was from Hebrew Lantern. By the way, I think I, I missed that as well. Animal Crossing for sure. Most rhythm games. Uh, Picross games, so puzzle games. Picross for sure. Yep. Picross recently it has been doing that for me when I'm when I'm in the puzzle. Um I will say at this point, um I only really play Apex with my buddy. Um but and that might just be because, you know, we're shooting the shit and chatting the whole time, but time flies by when I'm just like doing yep. like the same kind of loop in Apex. Yep. For sure. Um, anything with an MMO type grind to it. Division two is the recent thing where like I've easily put in eight hours of that straight and just like didn't realize because I usually am doing something else on my other monitor while playing. Um, World of Warcraft was real bad for that. Like literal days would go by with basically not realizing. That's going to do it for questions this week. If you want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Animal Crossing. Doom. I'm going to give it to Animal Crossing. Uh, All right. If you're a Patreon backer on the right level, uh, stay tuned. We're going to be going live with our Murder by Numbers episode after this. Otherwise... Uh, wait for the archive. That'll be up uh, sometime tomorrow. Um, and also, tonight is the last night you can vote for next month's poll. So if you are a Patreon backer, go vote on what you would like us to play through April. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye everybody. Bye.